Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Oh, just like that. We are in living color once again. Ooh, Good morning, everybody. Uh, and welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming around the planet at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Coming up in just a little bit, are you looking for a fun festival to go to? Holly's going to tell you a festival that you, I mean, come on, get a, get the tickets while they're hot. No pun intended on that one. <laughs> Plus, uh, a lot of TV talk. Uh, we didn't get to this yesterday. Uh, Painkiller with Alexis. Ah, yes. She caught up on and just like that, mm-hmm. ahead of the finale, which is tomorrow. And then Ahsoka debuted yesterday on Disney+. Plus. Oh, my gosh. You watched it, huh, Jace? Sure did, girl. Oh, my goodness. Sure did. I can't wait to hear about that. I had to wait for, I have to wait. That's one I watched with my husband. Yeah. We were the having mask- a rough night last night with the three-year-old, so. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not feeling well? Well, you know, it's just regular stuff. Just, uh, yeah. Three-year-old yeah. stuff. Just three-year-old stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. The, the, the three-nager. Yeah. yeah. The three-nager. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like call that. Them. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Oh. Terrible twos. Three teenagers worse. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Why? Because he's just more articulate and smarter. So he, you know, it's just he figures things out faster, and yeah. Okay. Just comes back with some logic sometimes, and you're like, oh man, maybe you got me there, but you need to go to bed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't playing this. Go to bed. We ain't playing this anymore. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the master debaters and more. That's all uh, coming up in a little bit. But, uh, you know, I know everyone's thinking about the fair. Uh, we're, we're beginning uh, to be live there tomorrow. But um, yeah. if you're looking for another festival, like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do the fair, but I'm looking for something else. Holly, you have a great idea for folks, right? Oh, a wonderful idea. A great yeah. idea. Do you like being marooned on tropical islands? Lex, how about you? Uh, not necessarily. Oh, um, I wouldn't mind. I, I wouldn't mind, Holly. Yeah. Do you like eating soggy cheese sandwiches out of styrofoam containers? Lex? Ugh. No. I'll do it. Okay, yeah. great, Jason. Well, yeah. Billy McFarlane has announced that Fire Festival 2 tickets are now <laughs> on sale. <laughs> if you remember the disastrous 2017 Fire Festival, there are several documentaries on it, one on Hulu, one on Netflix. Go watch them if you haven't. <laughs> this was the music festival that took place on an island in the Caribbean. Influencers from around the world were touting this thing as being like the hottest festival in town. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out it was hot in all the wrong ways. When folks arrived to that festival, they found mm. nothing but soggy cheese sandwiches and they were marooned and they had spent thousands of dollars for the, for the pleasure oh. of being stranded at the fire festival. Well, now, nope. Billy McFarlane 
uh, it, he served time in federal prison for crimes related to That's the right. fire festival, right? Well, he announced on his Instagram page over the weekend that tickets for fire festival two are on sale. And yesterday he updated his social media and he said, unbelievably, that the what? first batch of tickets are already sold out. But is there anyone to verify this? Or, it, you know, it's kind of like just like the streaming services saying, you know, 100 million people watched this show. Absolutely not, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where are the receipts? Oh. <laughs> oh, well, hey, maybe for curiosity factor, you know, or uh, if they could make fun of it, maybe they'll be smarter and bring, you know, um, a blow-up raft or something if they need to get out and a cooler of treats. A cooler of treats? A cooler of treats? <laughs> I'm just thinking bring of a, a soggy bring a, bread sandwiches. Bring a snack bag. Oh. I've got know? some granola bars for everybody. <laughs> Are you getting a little thirsty? Here's a Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah here you go. Uh-huh. Um, Here's the, some string cheese. You the, could actually, <laughs> that could be a business model for you, too. If you got all of these influencers on a deserted island. Oh, my Oh my gosh. Start it just, selling some Slim Jims or something. You know what I'm saying? Sounds <laughs> Slim Jims. Jim. I'm I trying mean, to think look. of small things that you can make big bucks on. I mean, Slim Jim should be partnering with the Fire Festival, too. I mean, <laughs> fire fire of yeah. a certain kind. I mean, <laughs> I mean hello. <laughs> now, if you go to the website, they're sold out. They allegedly sold out of the first 100 tickets. What? Now, the Fire 400, these are 400 tickets coming soon. They're going to set you back $799 a piece. Wow. And that includes uh, housing? I don't or even little, know what it includes. Hut, a little tent that you, you pitch? You don't even know where you're going. All it says is the Caribbean. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. You're yeah, just see? throwing money at this. What is it? Survivor? Yes. Pretty but, much. But all influencers. Oh, God. Sounds that's like- hell on earth for me. <laughs> oh, my God. All influencers. Oh. <laughs> that's literally being on an island <sighs> filled with influencers. I can't. Think that's hell on earth. Well, that's why when you said okay, maybe I'm like, really, Jace? Oh. <laughs> Marooned on a des- desert no. island in the Caribbean. We don't even know where in the Caribbean this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-mm. So enjoy. I'm from a distance. Yeah. Right now it just says uh, Caribbean Sea. So it could be literally out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't even care about the location. It's just the fact that it's filled. Who you'll be with. With influencers. Oh, well, that's who attended the first fire festival. And that's where they got themselves into Mm -hmm. trouble was that they paid all of these influencers exorbitant amounts of money to do advertisements for the fire festival. And then these people never even showed up. Because they were like, even like, you know, Kendall Jenner is like, fine, I'll swim with the pigs, but I'm not showing up to the fire festival. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, last chance tickets, though, when they come. Uh, seven hundred only seven hundred seventy-seven people are going to be invited to this. But uh, the last chance tickets. I'm looking at this. They want to mm-hmm. charge eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand dollars. No. No. Well, someone will will pay that. You know. Uh, well, maybe if they're looking for some sweet honeys. 
I can sit in my I can sit in my underwear. Yeah. I don't even have to leave my house to look for sweet honeys. It's called the internet. That's right. <laughs> it's like true. sit with the breeze in my mumu. <laughs> you know, some just yeah. want to flex. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they just oh, want to be out there, look at my bod, look at uh-uh. my stuff. For the gays, it's called grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, Project Down and Dirty 2023 will be announced Wednesday morning at 9:30. Uh, tune in at 8:30 for a pre-show. <laughs> full of fun Project Down and Dirty trivia games. Relive all the previous Project Down and Dirty experiences with a variety of hosts. Uh, more info at mytalk1071.com. We'll be back with TV Talk. television last night i'd like to watch tv saddle up it's the boob tube bonanza i'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch tv with jason and alexis we've got a bonanza for you a boob tube bonanza welcome back we watch television so you don't have to it's boob tube bonanza right here on jason and alexis in the morning and we're going to begin with the a of jason and alexis ladies first Mm. Painkiller. What the hell is this? Oh, okay. Painkiller is on Netflix. This is the show. Uh, Matthew Broderick. He plays Richard Sackler, who is the family that got Oxy. Well, (gasps) they created it. And then just the marketing of it. He was the kind of the mastermind. They're known as the most evil family in America. The worst drug dealers in history. And Painkiller. I've watched the first episode. There's six episodes in this series. And I am hooked. Really? Yes. It's very dramatic. Uzu Aduba, who I... Absolutely adore. She's crazy eyes on Orange is the New Black. She plays Eddie Flowers, who is kind of the, she's the lawyer that really like pushes it. Wait, what is going on here? And she's just a powerhouse. So I'm, you know, excited to see, you know, how, well, we cut, you know, we know the story of kind of what happens, but um, because this has been done before, but I'm really enjoying how they're telling the story. It's, um, personal you know someone who was did have an injury and how they're just you know casually prescribed this and then the addiction and it was so bad that he there was one pill that went that fell underneath the these the oven and you see him just like going you know with all the like gross nasty dust and everything yeah holly you've watched one episode right i have not i haven't oh, watched haven't. i haven't watched oh, any of painkillers yet thought we talked about this no it was talked some, about that uh, Anyway, no, no, someone here in the in the office, but um, but yeah, because it's so addictive. You know, he's down there on his hands and knees, just like finding that one that fell under the uh, the stove, and it just yeah. They start with the real parent who has lost a child to the opioid um, uh, pandemic, I guess we or crisis, and uh, they do say that. Uh, you know, they bring up their child and then that a lot of the names and some things have been changed, you know, for dramatic purposes. So they kind mm-hmm. of it, I like how they did that because it's real. It's a real life story. And yet they're they're They had to dramatize this to tell the story. So you're kind of aware of that as you're watching it. But um, wow. Yeah, this this first episode, I want to know more. And it's it's very intriguing about how okay. they tell the story. 
You've hooked me. I mean, look, yeah. there's a hook in my mouth, and I am a sea bass. Yeah. Yes. I'll pull you in. Pull you okay. in. And, you know, Matthew Broderick. Is how, how is he? He is the perfect person to play this terrible man because he just can get that dead look in his eyes like, I don't care. And there's just some, like, striking straight on camera shots of yeah. him that you're just like, yeah, wow. He nailed that. So, oh, they do. Uh, they do it like a Jonathan Demi technique where they just put the camera right in their face. Are they looking at camera? Not not super zoomed in, but oh, okay. you see his face and then they kind of zoom back, you know, sitting oh, at the 10 four. Got yeah, it. But, but, yeah, but right. But still, you you really can see, you know, he's he's doing a great job. And those two, for oh. me right now, the most striking. There's also um, a, a dad and husband and business owner who you meet in this first episode that has an injury and eventually becomes addicted. Um, so we'll see. They weave the story in through the episodes. But I am just, yeah, I, I want to know what happens. And apparently the, the end is um, pretty heartrending. Okay. Mm-hmm. Painkiller on Netflix is what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, and there's been some my talkers who have emailed the show about this too. Oh, about watching the entire thing, you know, binging it, and and it's on Netflix. Like to, yes, it is Netflix. Yep, six episodes, about an hour each. It's funny that has not popped up on my carousel, mm. my Netflix carousel, and I we're we're getting. Look, I'm glad you know we're going to be busy with the fair and stuff because we're kind of running into into a situation where we're running out of things to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're burning through so much stuff. Like there's something I've, I've had on the grid for a couple of days and we burned right through it on Sunday when we came home. And that's Heartstopper uh, season oh, two. Right. Um, we burned through, we watched the entire oh, thing in two sittings. I definitely um, want to know more about that. Cause I felt that way about the first episode. I mean the first, oh, the first season. Season. I'm sorry. I know you did. Yeah. Oh wait, real quick, back to yeah. d- to uh, Painkiller. There is a Minnesota connection. Peter Berg directed it, and he went to mm-hmm. McAllister. Um, and he, a few, he also he did um, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And Wonderland for ABC. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can can also find it on uappodcast.com. He's so um he's a good one. He definitely he's has, a good director. Yeah, mm-hmm. One question about painkillers, Alexis. Yeah. I will say that I haven't watched it. Yeah. Because I think that the story of Purdue Pharma and the Sackler family is so incredibly dark. Yeah. That it that it's just so disheartening and so upsetting. Is the show reflective of that despair in this story? Yeah, great yeah. question. And yes, it oh. is. It is because you really see a real life. So there's, you know, they're telling different stories at, at, at um, the same time. You see someone who has been prescribed this and their journey of trying to feel better and heal. And then you also have the machinations behind the family yeah. and what they're deciding to do and how to best basically manipulate people to 
taking this drug. Um, and there's a, there was a whole bunch of that, you know, uh, finding the right sales team and the way they look and kind of um, grooming them to sell as much as possible. So, yeah, you do see that. You see the greed. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do you feel like you need to take a bath after you watch Painkillers? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, after one episode, no, I'm more intrigued, but I'm sure that we're going to get more into it and just feel pretty ick about it. Okay. Yeah. I'm still I'm I'm still I'm hooked. Still see bass. I'm still yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking I got, for quality stuff. Just finding the time to be able to binge cuz I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. so. I just I just haven't seen Matthew Broderick in anything lately, no. so I'm excited to see. You know what I mean? I, I well, and especially in a role like this, it's that's evil. His wife is all over my screens lately. Yes, she which is. I love, Mine which, too. Oh my god! Just real Holly's quick. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I know you caught up with and just like that. Yeah. Uh, just a programming reminder because we're gonna break, um, mm-hmm. and then we're, we're gonna do master debaters, and then uh, the last segment we'll talk about Ahsoka. Uh, and then, and just like that, but just a little programming note tonight in the overnight, the episode drops, we get to yes. see the return of Samantha, uh, tomorrow is the finale of, and just like that with the return of Kim Cattrall. Um, I'm re, but you know what? Yeah. Uh, my, I, I might, my, my expectations are tempered because from what we've heard, this scene it's is incredibly blip. short. Yeah. So do not expect don't like blink. half the episode. Yeah. Don't <laughs> blink. It's like going through a small town. Yeah, yeah, it's like going through now then. It's just, you know, <laughs> right. I love now then. That's my favorite little city. <laughs> it's a great bar. Great pull tabs. Anyway. Oh, hey, can we talk about Heartstopper too? Sure. Especially if you. Oh, there's so many takes. Binge oh, through. God. Yeah, I'll try not to cry. I'll, I'll oh, prepare. Really? I'll prepare. I'll prepare myself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's so. Colin was. Yeah, I, I, that show touches me in so many ways and, and. Oof. Anyway, it's so yeah. realistic, isn't it? It is, uh, Lex. It is, uh, uh, yeah. It's in the best way. I, I my tone of voice uh, would make you believe that I do not like it. It is actually the polar opposite. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, though, get ready to laugh. Uh, and how are our brains working today? We're going to find out. Oh, let's talk stinging insects, wasp bees. Do they cause or are they causing a buzz of concern around your home? Well, don't try to remove those nests by yourself it can be very dangerous you want to make sure you have skilled technicians with knowledge and protective gear out to help you and of course those leaders those technicians plunkets pest control yeah you can trust them for effective and responsible removal your trusted partners in stinging insect control you know i like to diy a lot of things but you got to say goodbye to the dangers of this one in particular removing it yourself Uh, It will also, of course, protect you, your family, your pets from stinging insects and trying to do it yourself. So ensure the well-being of both you and the insects. Give Plunkets a call. Contact them today at Plunkets.net. Keeping pests in their place, not yours. You can also head to MyTalk1071.com and type in keyword pest. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Beautiful drink. Beautiful people. Beautiful to me. Real cola taste, just one count. 
This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. This portion of Jason and Alexis in the morning sponsored by our favorite diet beverage, Tab. For beautiful people, Tab. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You're here, we're here, let's do a show. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Welcome back, folks. It is Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. You're listening to us on the podcast. This is our two. Don't be confused. This is not our one. This is not our three. This is our one or two. <laughs> Whatever. It's Let's play time. the master. It's well, something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Right. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. Just listen. Just listen. Yeah. It's time for the master debaters. Let's debate, bro. Jason. Well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right, you know. The master debaters. Okay, you just made it weird. Weird. Yeah. Here's Holly. Oh my goodness. Well, seeing we can't understand space and time, I'm sure today's uh, master debaters is going to go swimmingly. This is. <laughs> This is where Jason and Alexis debate uh, low-stakes, semi-controversial topics. They have 30 seconds to debate their side of the controversy. They don't know the topics ahead of time. And then we figure out who wins. We don't, we're not giving out prizes here. No. Just, just some light bragging rights. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Now, light <laughs> yeah. bragging rights. Yes, and that's light spelt L-I-T-E for those keeping <laughs> track at home. Mm-hmm. Here's your first Low-stakes, semi-controversial topic to debate this morning, Jason and Alexis. It's one really big meal versus a ton of small snacks. Which is the better way to eat? Jason, I will give you one really big meal. Alexis, you will be debating for a ton of small snacks. Okay. We're going to start with Jason. 30 seconds begins for your one really big meal right now. Uh, you have that one really big meal in the early afternoon at U Garden at the Chinese buffet. Uh, and that way you can work off the Peking chicken, the orange chicken, General Tso's chicken, sweet and sour chicken, beef and broccoli. You can work it off all day long, all day long. So you're full for hours and you're not going right to bed after that meal. And you're full. Solid debating, Jason. Mm, let's see if uh, let's see if Alexis can match that. You have to debate a ton of small snacks, Alexis. Yes. Is that the way to eat? Let us know right now. Yeah, smaller meals are better. You don't want to just blast your system. I mean, your poor organs, they just overwork. It's just, wait a second, what? Just a whole load of food? No, you want to have small, frequent meals um, because it's just a better eating pattern. You, It will increase your metabolism over time. It you'll, won't have dips in energy. You'll uh, prevent overeating and maybe stabilize, you know, the... Your blood sugar throughout the day and your body will be happy consistently. Mm. Sound debate, Alexis, but uh, Jason brought in you garden to the, yeah. to the table. That's right. I yeah. knew I knew yeah. it. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. But the problem is now, do you guys have to deal with this? Is that you load up your plate and you do the lunch buffet at a place like you garden and you have a wonderful meal and you're like, mm, I'm not going to eat for the rest of the day. But then you do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, because it passes but, and then you're like, wait, I'm starving. Oh. See, I food. Look, it's my vice. Uh, I we, We've talked about it. Many, 
But I got to tell you, I am pretty disciplined when it comes to that. Oh. Ask my husband. I drive him crazy. If I have a big meal, whether it's serums, chicken wings, or we visit uh, uh, the buffet, yeah. I am good. I am good for the rest. I don't have to have another meal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, not even a snack or anything. Maybe, uh, you know, a nut. Little nut, oh, oh, like like a like a cashew, uh, not plural. Oh, my cashew, goodness. like a, mi- yeah. a handful of mixed nuts. You just eat one <laughs> nut on a nut. <laughs> what? Here's my morsel Almond. for the That's day. <laughs> Nutty, delicious nuts. Almond. Here's my snack. Oh. Almond. Yeah. <laughs> no like S. the Double Wears Prada. <laughs> I have a, I have that opening yeah, sequence. Yeah, the yes. opening sequence yeah. of the Double Wears yes. Prada where she's literally counting out five almonds. Yep, that's me after uh, you garden. Oh, yes. well, you know okay. what, Jason? I'm really glad that you brought up nuts. Because Ooh. our next okay. low-stakes, semi-controversial topic is how should everyone pronounce the word pecan or pecan? How do you say it? Jason, you will debate that the correct way to pronounce that word is pecan. Alexis, you're for team pecan. Let's start with Alexis. You will have 30 seconds to tell us why <laughs> you pronounce it pecan. Okay. Uh, pecan. Um, because it's just... It feels better on your mouth. Uh, the way your tongue moves against your teeth. Pecan, you know, you can you have fun with it. Like, oh, it's on, pecan. I'm ready to just devour you. And it's just, it's not a hard E, you know? It's, oh, it's light and feels like a sweet, delicious, salty treat. And that's what you get with the pecan. <laughs> Jason. Pecan. That's how you say it. Tell us why you have 30 seconds. Because you can pecan. That's right. You should pecan. If you say pecan, you're the same people that say auntie. And you sound fancy and pretentious. And who wants that when you're eating nuts? You want just a good old down-home person when you're eating nuts. Any type of nut. And if you say pecan, you're relatable. Who says pecan pie? You say pecan pie. Cut me a slice, bitch. Pecan pie. <laughs> All right, Jason, you see a little bit of the hair again. <laughs> it's pecan pie, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, Jason Alexis, how do you guys say that word? Pecan. 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 Yeah. 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 We're all snobs over here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> pecan. Yeah. Pecan. Pecan. <laughs> oh. pecan. Oh. Yeah, because then you say it too many times and then it's just pecan. And then you think about it and then it's weird. And then it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pecan. Can. Yes, I'm sure our southern friends say pecan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It it's is a Minnesota I, I, thing, maybe. Or Midwest uh, thing. Pecan. I feel pecan, like that's, that's kind of like a West Coast thing. Is it I West think, Coast? Too. Yeah. Oh, West I think Coast. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, I I feel the same way. I mentioned the word in my joke in my uh, my debate. I get made fun of by people. I I say ant. My Aunt Char, my oh, Aunt Pat, same. instead of Aunt. Yeah, Jason, I do I, the same thing. And I'm trying to be better about it because I, I think my husband makes fun of me about it. I, I try to say my Aunt Char, uh, my Aunt Pat, 
Um, because I, I do stress the aunt, my aunt, Char. Oh, that's a regional thing, though. You know, it is. Um, it is? Okay. I say aunt and uh, aunt. I've only heard aunt in Minnesota, really. And in certain really? parts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I mean, it's it's aunt, aunt, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Aunt. I say auntie, but then it's aunt. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you call auntie because you don't say auntie. Yeah, no. unless you're talking about an auntie and pretzels. Ooh, mm. oh man, oh. Oh. that was good. They must that. just have fans blowing that smell out into the entire mall. They do. They, yeah. Okay. <laughs> teenagers. It uh-huh. is. Yeah. Yeah. They just redirect that right into the walkway there. Oh, yeah. And it pulls you in. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeasty. Oh. E- even if you don't salty, want a pretzel, you want a pretzel. Buttery, delish. Oh Damn gosh. you, Auntie Anne. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Right now. Yeah, with some cheese product. And then oh. it's fighting between, you know, the, the Annie Anne pretzel smell and then the Hollister smell. And then they collide and they go into a fight at the mall. Yeah. And then you walk into Spencer and then you smell that smell. Oh, yeah. my God. What is that smell? Yeah, what is Spencer smell? Porn. Oh. And incense. Oh. <laughs> Naughty, naughty mugs and incense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boner pills that are actually just jelly beans. It's <laughs> 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 like the Harry Potter be- beans. Yes. Is it vomit or grass? Oh no, yeah. bean boozled, gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't I have a boner, Vern? Yeah, because you got those pills at Spencer, Vern. Oh, bless there's, your heart. There's the master oh. debate. Oh man, good job, Jace. Good job, Lex. We're going to take a break. More TV talk. Alexis has caught up with Anne just like that. Just in time for the finale tomorrow. JTR Roofing. JTRRoofingInc.com. Of course, they install and repair roofs. You got some storm damage, any issues with your soffit, fascia, all part of the roof or siding. I guess it depends on... Oh, that's all connected, right? (laughs) That's what's so great about working with JTR Roofing. If you have some exterior projects that you need a professional to come in and help repair, well, JTR Roofing is the answer. So they've got the roofs, of course, but then they can help with your gutters. They can help with your windows, your siding, your decking. Have them out for a multi-bid, and they'll help prioritize your projects. Of course, with the storm damage, they'll come out, assess the damage. They'll help you contact your insurance company and all the paperwork, get all that done. And of course, if you mention my talk or me, you can save up to $1,000 on roofing, siding, or gutters. They proudly serve the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin area. All you need to do is call 651-777-7394, jtrroofinginc.com. And just like that, we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Coming up in hour three, Alexis has our Wednesday. Am I the ass hat? Then the dirt alert, and then it's the moment we've been waiting for. Sort of, kinda. The beginning of an hour of PDD talk leading up to the big announcement of what the theme will be at 9 30. And then you'll hear Donna and Steve's reaction to that and Holly's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> we'll have that tomorrow morning. <laughs> and then you'll hear our reaction tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag great planning by B. Arthur. Anyway. We'll stick around for a little bit. Yeah. Have fun with that, Lex. Thank you. Um, yeah. But right now, Alexis Kabubowicz-Thompson has uh, caught up. With and just like that, 
in a perfect timing per usual because tomorrow is the second season finale. Yeah, so, we also have some really good news about season, uh, season three, huh? Yeah, it got picked up yesterday. Yes. Uh, HBO Max, or Max, I'm sorry. They should just, just Max. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Max revealed that A, it's its biggest and most successful streaming show. Yes. And it was renewed for a third season. Fabulous. So there we go. There we go. Yeah, they now, set you, it up for a nice, um, well, at least for the finale, this this last, well, penultimate, I, yeah, episode, right? The Last Supper Part One. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's called. Seriously. Uh huh. Perfect. Well, um, I am still really enjoying this season. I, I really like the direction. Miranda, thank goodness, is uh, growing her balls back, and I'm pretty happy about that. Of course, it, she's tender because there's, you know, it's a breakup. Actually, a couple breakups for her. Couple breakups. So I. You see that she's gaining confidence at work, and that is the really nice. Same with Charlotte. I think that's happening. And mm-hmm. also trying to balance being a mom and doing all the things. I was happy to see Sam Smith in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, success with Charlotte's character. And the way that they said goodbye to Stanley kept the character alive. Um, but it was just a beautiful moment and send-off. And it made sense for his character. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like, yeah, that it was just out of what he would do. And I'm glad they didn't kill him off. I thought yeah. it was really sweet of the writers. They didn't. Yeah. They want to keep him. They want to keep his spirit alive. And I thought, you know, we had we had death last year with Big. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. Uh, Carrie didn't need another death to go through. No, you know. No, I want to wear everything that Carrie is wearing this season. <laughs> everything. Oh, Fantastic wardrobe. Oh, my gosh. Yes. These oversized jackets with all the embellishments. And there's plaid mixed with sparkly material and reds and pinks and black. Oh, my goodness. I'm just like every time you see her, I'm just wow. So they're killing it in that department for sure. They always have. But. You know, it's just nice that they're keeping that going. Yes. And then uh, I, too, am having a hard time with Aiden. Mm. Yeah, Holly said that yesterday. Uh, Really? Yep. Yes. And I think part of it is, and I get, you know, there were some bad parts. You know, part of me wants to be like, just get over it, Aiden. Thank you, Alexis. (laughs) Go into the darn apartment, honey. Now It's, It's been two decades, and you're that... You're holding on. Yeah, been out of shape about that. Things have moved on. The apartment has moved on. Carrie's moved on. It's different. Yeah, it's different. Oh, and it, he just <laughs> keeps holding on to that. And even when you know they they get they stay at Shay's house, and they've extended their their stay, and the neighbors are like, "Wait, you, you the guests have been here too long." And she's basically like, "What do I do?" He's even still like, "Nope, can't do it." We're going to go to stay in a hotel and spend a boatload of money. And then, you know, she's deciding to make different choices about where she lives based on their relationship. And then just the way it ends, too, you think, wow, what is the future for these two? Um, will well, she mesh in with his family and children and ex? I'm not. I didn't like Aiden in the original show. Sure. And oh, yeah. I, and I, I like him in here. So I'm not. Let me throw a little life preserver for him. This is what I thought of is at the very least, I am glad that the character 
that Aiden isn't just blame. Yes, he's getting a little like, uh, okay, just go in the apartment. He doesn't want to go back into Carrie's apartment because of all of the hurt that happened in that place. Yeah, it's a little melodramatic. However, I got to tell you, the growth of the character, I did appreciate the fact that he's not just blaming Carrie. I thought it was a little, I thought it was revelatory that he, he realized that he made mistakes too, that it wasn't just Carrie. He had, he wanted to change Carrie. And he and he didn't re- that the character didn't realize that up until it was just all I think the audience blamed Carrie for uh, how their breakup was in Sex in the City. I appreciated that that he had that realization that he had some ownership in it as well. It wasn't just the apartment and Carrie. Carrie wasn't just the villain in that oh, scenario. Yeah, I, definitely. Yeah. Yes, can, can appreciate him that. Yes, can appreciate the character development. Yeah, yeah. still, but annoying, he's still annoying. But just, <laughs> just, but just a little bit more. Come on, I know, Aiden. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, but you know, like Alexis said, the ending of this episode of the penultimate episode of In Just Like That, you're left with a lot of questions. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> and something watching the preview. The forget the Samantha thing. We knew that was coming. Yeah. So Carrie has this big dinner party, everyone, where the entire cast is there. My this is what I'm wondering. They showed a clip in the preview where Miranda is feverishly running out of the brownstone, screaming for a cab. What is that about? She's leaving that party and she's like, taxi! And she's dramatically running down Carrie's steps. So why is she leaving? Is something wrong with Steve? I don't think they would kill off another man. No. <laughs> so what, or Brady. Yeah, what? why is Miranda... What kind of cliffhanger-esque thing are they going to leave us with Miranda? Yeah. Why is she leaving that apartment so dramatically? That's what I'm wondering hmm. for tomorrow. That's Ooh, I am, yeah. yeah. Well, and now we know that season three is happening. Mm-hmm. Puts a very interesting twist on things. Yep. Ooh. Sure does. I, I'm just going to say that. Do you guys do agree to? I, I like all the new characters, but I, for the writers, they're trying to service too many new char- too many main characters because not all of them get enough love. Mm. I wish they would reduce it by two. Gotcha. Uh, just a 37,000 feet view yeah. of the show. There's too it many main too characters big. to service. Yeah, and we're, mm. I want more depth with more of them, with less of them. You know, I want more about Lisa Todd Wexley. Yeah. You know, I want more depth with Naya, you know, and we're not getting that because the writers, God bless them, have to service everybody. So, yep. I don't know. You can catch up. The finale's tomorrow. When we come back, Alexis has. And my ass hat next. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>